Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? I, you know what? All right, hold on. Cut the music. I got to apologize, Arthur Motes. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. We're in new nope, studios. Nope, hold nope, on. Now, you nope, can't put this one nope, on me. Don't apologize to me. You have you have put your flag in the ground Baker Mayfield style. Wow. 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 We are. Wow. In our third or fourth different studio that we've had here in our new building. That's about right. First time in this one. <laughs> my head's spinning. We had to have our fearless leader, Brian LaMartina, come in here and help us make sure we could get on air. And no, 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 I totally no. stepped on Moats' toes no, and forgot no, no. it's his day to host. It's cool. It's cool. He forgot He forgot to let me know which studio we were in. He well, didn't want to. be fair, I didn't know until about five minutes me, ago either. This is true. This is very true. But still, <laughs> he didn't want to let me know where we were in the building. So, full transparency, I get here, I'm walking around, I'm running around the room, mm-hmm. I'm sweating, I'm undressing because I'm getting hot, not A-B style, just Arthur Moat style, okay? I had an undershirt on, but I'm hot. as people in suits in here looking at me like, what is he doing? <laughs> and I'm trying to get my phone out. I'm like, let me call Wes. If I could just get my phone to call him, everything would be good. But everybody keeps stopping me. Hey, are you looking for somebody? You good? I'm like, uh, just give me a second because I don't really know you right now. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning you. You know, we're all. That, that's the duality of Arthur Motes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Everybody man. knows you, but you don't know everybody. I'm like, all right, you look familiar. So I'm going to talk to you, but I don't really know you right now. But let me just call Wes. I call Wes. Wes in here hiding in somebody else's studio. I'm like, what you doing, man? <laughs> oh, man, I was over here chilling, talking with Brian. Oh, so you just saw me walking around here with, I got on pink. You can't miss me. I'm the only person in the building with a pink sweatshirt on, okay? You can't miss the big guy with pink sweating like a crazy yeah, that's man. That's true. You can't. All right? There's no excuses there. You got to find a new excuse there. But, but the audacity. Oh, I mean, I'm trying to be supportive of you. I see you over here frantically working the boards. You're frantically working all oh, these yeah, buttons. Like, speaking of which, hey, real quick here. We, we, uh, we don't have a, a commercial break here coming up next, so I might want to dump that in yeah, real quick. Yeah, strong yeah, possibility. I might want to put a spot block in here real quick. Strong possibility right there. <laughs> so I'm over here being super supportive of you behind the scenes. I'm complimenting his shirt while he is working. Try, trying to just calm him down. Trying to keep him eased and smooth and relaxed. And just when I think. I've done my job. Just when I think everything is smooth, I look over, I give him the old one, two, hey, the little head nod, like, let me know. Time to go. Is, is, is there, I hear the music. Am I ready? And I step on your toes. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, like, bro, wow. <laughs> Hold on just a second just, here. Wow. I mean, you think you know a guy, you get in a new studio, and they just get into acting brand new. You know, Moats, <laughs> with your decade of NFL experience, <laughs> you've got a uh, – You've got a lot of performance um, under pressure. Performance in the chaos. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Me, not so much. But you, you know, normally see, we, but, but I feel we like rock you, up you to our though. studios. We got our own spot. I don't have to worry about <laughs> switching over from from Stan Savern and ESPN to SNR. You know, I just I'm not the best in the chaos. You know, I'm a new father now. I'm, I'm almost three months of a new father, and I'm learning. I'm not the best in the chaos. All right. So I apologize. Um, yeah, to all of our listeners. 
just bear with us here. You know, we again, we no, our, our studios yeah, have is... moved, and we are still trying to find our place within these new studios. Listen, not just have the studios moved. I mean, each room is like configured differently yes. too, in terms of like the boards. There's the probably screens, six different kinds like, of studios yeah. in this building, and we, like I said, we've definitely experienced three very different, yes, <laughs> very very different studios all within arms distance of each other. It's crazy. <laughs> So if we're, you know, if we're on air at 12.05 instead of yes. noon, just, 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 just so. bear with us if, you know, like we're, we're, we're figuring, if I step on Arthur Motes' toes on Motes Host Wednesday, please forgive me. A thousand apologies. Arthur Motes, the floor is yours. No, it is all good, though. It is all good. Well, that was our pseudo introduction. For those that do not know, this is the Steelers Blitz, and I am Arthur Motes, and that is my co-host, my partner in crime, Wesley Euler. Between the two hey. of us, one has been in the NFL for a very a very long time and the other has an amazing head of hair and i'm sure as we continue this conversation y'all will definitely be able to figure out the two but without- well you mean my 5 10 153 pound body frame didn't play a decade in the most violent sport on earth i thought you were a punter well that you know to be fair uh-huh. maybe uh-huh. kick too yeah. how 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 big of a beast do you have to be to be a long snapper Long bigger, snap, bigger than me. No, no, no. But... Long snapping, you got you have size. Okay. Because long snapping, you're gonna get hit. That's true. Like uh, as a guy who played on special teams, at one point in my career, we definitely were trying to you know be a little more extra physical with the long snapper because I you feel know you. you know what's the, the 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 thing about the long snapper is they only got one. Yep. And if we can get him a little, you know, off his rocker. he has to leave the game, yep. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> gets a little interesting. In. Gets I am picking up, I am picking up what you're putting yes. down, partner. So, so long snappers, you typically like them to have a little size on them. Not the best athlete, but at least have enough size so they can sustain some of the punishment that they're going to sure, endure. Sure, sure. No, that but, makes sense. But with that being said, man, uh, last time we were in here, we were previewing you know, what could have potentially been Ben's last game at Hinesville was a lot of speculation around it, a lot of uncertainty as well, because obviously going into that game, he had made some comments, but had never really confirmed or given a hard stance either right. way. But man, Monday night happened. Obviously, the Steelers took care of business in the stadium, winning 26 to 14, moving on to 8 7 and 1, mm-hmm. and also guaranteeing that Ben Roethlisberger would never have a losing season, but also that. Coach Tomlin win it either. And uh, for me, man, I thought it was cool. But then the way it ended, I think that was yeah. the, 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 the big signal, the big, clear, concise message from him, from the organization, from his family. I mean, being a guy that was actually being able to be in the stadium for that experience. I know. You, man, you dog. You dog. You talk about moments. You talk about things that you're never going to forget. You know, sports history, Pittsburgh sports history especially. Man, that was one of those games. You know, it's, it's cool that they won, but more so for the afterwards effect. Heck yeah. You know, just seeing the jubilation, seeing the appreciation for him from the city, from this fan base. To me, man, that, that just stood out. And it really touched my heart, man. I was really happy to see him get that type of send-off. But for you, were you – because I'm not sure. You weren't at the game, I was correct? not at the game. No, no, no. Okay, so – for you, I know you probably watched it on TV, though. Just talk about the experience for you, and then I'll obviously share a little bit more about sure, it being sure. in the stadium as well. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was that was one of those games. You and I said on Monday, not all games are created equal. The preseason, the regular season, playoffs, championship, you know, finals, games, Super Bowls, you know, whatever the sport, World Series, whatever Absolutely. the sport is, not all games are created equal. That applies to regular season games, too. Derek Jeter's last game as a New York Yankee was not just a regular season baseball game. 
And you know what? That was maybe the closest thing what we saw from Ben that we saw to since Derek Jeter's last. You know, in terms um, of that send off like in that. In terms Absolutely. of a, a a regular season send off like that that just seems so storybook. It seems like it was written by Hollywood. You know, yeah. uh, you're expecting John Favreau and Dave Filoni to come bursting through the door with that script. Um, uh, to me, Moats, it's it's. I think it's hard to come back from that. And what I mean is, I know a lot of people have asked, "Is this really it for Ben? Is this really it for Ben?" That felt like it was really it. You know, with his family coming down on the field and all that emotion and him, I know you sit right there in the end zone, so you Mm -hmm. had a good good view at all this. It looked like he was getting ready to go into the locker room. He was. And then then all of a sudden he was like, you know what, I'm going to stop, I'm going to turn around, I'm going to shake some hands. Like, Mm -hmm. that to me is just, that's emotion. That's knowing that it's going to be, not the last time Ben's ever at Heinz Field, but the last time he's ever there in that capacity. Correct. Um and don't was, forget about the going to sit on the bench even after the victory lap and right, the farewell tour. Right. Then it was, let me sit here and just soak it in. Right. I mean, and yeah. The, and the, you know, 80, 90% of the crowd staying was awesome. Um, yeah, I can only imagine what it was like to be there. But, hey, sitting uh, sitting on my couch, it was it was pretty dang sweet as well, too. Yeah, man. Um, and we're obviously going to, we're going to dive into this a lot more, too, in terms of just yeah. like the emotions oh, for absolutely. both of us as well. But I'll say this, man, setting the scene for inside the stadium, it started beforehand. So you remember at the beginning of the year, what did the Steelers say that they would do an hour before kickoff to let people know yeah, to come light into off, the stadium? light off fireworks because there had been some late entries. Mm-hmm. You know, it's digital tickets now, which can yeah. cause some problems. And now you know me. I'm there every week, mm-hmm. super early, whether it was for tailgates, whether it's conducting interviews for the Steelers and things like that. So we're always you know, in the stadium pretty early. And we get a chance to see what they're talking about when, you know, you're getting ready for kickoff and it's legit empty. Or right. Or 50% full. Right. When I tell you it was 20 minutes on the clock doing warm-ups and it was full to the brim. Yeah, that's awesome. Standing, everyone standing. I'm watching. I'm like, I tap my wife and I said, Bay, this is crazy. She's like, you know, out of every game that I came to while you were playing, she said, I never seen it look like this doing a warm-up. No. And then you get to the intro. Normally I that's mean, when people are trying to finish their right. beers or finish their kielbasa. Because people don't want to come out there for that. It's like, man, I, get me there for kickoff. Especially Arthur Motes in January. Absolutely. At nighttime when it was, what, Absolutely. 25 degrees oh, out yeah, there? It was very cool. I, will, yeah. I can I can strongly uh, uh, confirm that. But, yeah, man, you're, you're watching all these people, and they're there for the anticipation. You can feel the buzz. Because, remember, prior to the game ending, we hadn't seen him do that. We hadn't seen the emotions from him. So Correct. you see everybody in the stadium. Man, as soon as he gets the intro, thank you, Seven. Let's go, Seven. The chairs are going. Then you get the coin toss. Shout out to Cam Hayward and Derek White. They hit him with the, yeah, yep. <laughs> remix. That was, that was hilarious. Like, it was cool. <laughs> and we're watching him go out there, and I'm like, oh, man, it's getting, like, real. Yeah. You can see his face. You can see the emotion. You can see him taking it in. Oh, you during the national yeah, anthem, he was see, he was crying yes, during the national you anthem. You can see the emotion. You can see him taking it in. And as the game goes on and goes on, and it happens the way it happens. Obviously, we get the the touchdown by Najee. And I remember being a little upset, like, no, Najee, don't score yet because it's supposed to be Ben's like couple of plays, then take his de- his mm-hmm. knee down. Now, granted, everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out, so he did get that final kneel. But you even look at that. Look at the emotion with that. And, and and that's the story. The whole story. A, a lot yeah. of Monday night felt fairy tale like. Yes. Like I said, it it, it felt like it was destiny, bro. It was, like it was Michael be, Keaton. Man. Ah, you see what I yeah. did there with our good Yenzer came it out is. of Hollywood with that script. That was maybe 
number one on that list for me. Yeah. The fact that they get an interception at the end and that allows Trey Norwood, the rookie, gets an mm-hmm. interception at the end that allows Ben to go out there and take a knee. Yeah. That's man, you you, you can't write that stuff. It's no, it, absolutely, it, it, it's man. it's once in a lifetime. Like there are so few examples. I, I was trying to think of this driving in. Like mm-hmm. what else have we seen? Derek Jeter was the only thing that came to mind. Well, for me, and and the the reason it's only two of those guys right now is because most of the guys when you play that long they leave. Tom Brady, Correct. even though he's going to get a great send-off, yes. it's never going to be the same as if it was in New England. Yes. Peyton Manning, he got a great send-off. It was never going to be the same as if he would have stayed in Indianapolis. Phillip Rivers, he got a send-off in Indianapolis. It would have never been the same, though, if he would have stayed Eli in Eli Manning San Diego. didn't get that. Like, that's just the the nature of professional sports. Aaron Rodgers, probably not going to get that from Green Bay. Well, it depends, though, right? I guess it if depends. He, if, if he, he ends stays, up staying, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, though, and – that's more common than what Ben and Jeter did. Those guys are your outliers, and they have the pros and the cons that go along with that. For some people, you love it because you're loyal. For others, they're like, well, hey, maybe you could have won more if you left. You know, those are some of the things that really go into these conversations sure. and these sure. decisions. But when you do have that situation where a guy has played at a high level and has done it for almost two decades— mm-hmm. That's when you can get these type of send-offs. Because if you do it for everybody, it gets watered down. I'm not going to lie to no, you. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, There's I a difference like, between being yeah, a one-team guy. Right. It's certain and, people, it's like, you deserve that type of send-off. And you know what, too? Like, even for Jerome Bettis. What Now, while Jerome Bettis ended in the best way possible, standing on the stage holding up a Lombardi trophy in your hometown, Jerome still didn't get that Heinz that Field still different. thing. Uh, John, different. El- John Elway ended his career with, with well, two that's why Super I said Bowls, Peyton Manning. but he didn't get that. that about Peyton Manning walked off as a Super Bowl champ. Peyton Manning. He never felt the same, though. It wasn't a home wasn't crowd like that. It's not. It's different, man. It's it different is. when you're with the people that I, come out here every single week most, to support you. The it's only, different. It is. The only thing I think we've ever witnessed close to that was when Lemieux came out of retirement in 2000. And see, I don't even remember. But yeah, yeah, I was I was in fifth grade. I my my dad and I went to that game, and it was the same thing. I might have been. A, uh, was I was like forty minutes, Avery? forty minutes before <laughs> forty minutes before puck drop. The players yeah. come out for warmups, mm-hmm. and the place is ninety percent full, yeah. and it's it's rocking like it's a playoff game. But even that was different because that was like. Oh my God! A legend's back. He's back, right? Not that he's leaving. Right. He's back. That's kind of like the, so the equivalent even, that of like Debo a, coming back. Or that something. was even Not a, a, extent, a different yeah. energy than this is it. Yeah, man, that's that's a unique sports moment, Motsi. You and I, we talk about it all the time. We ain't old. Well, we, and I'll say this we too, can leave, man. We could live another sixty years. I don't know if we see something like that in Pittsburgh. Yeah, again. I agree. And, and honestly, I mean, if we do get that other opportunity, it would be great. It would be very fortunate. Oh, but absolutely. if not, I still think that it just adds to the significance of this because like i said if guys play 18 years every single time who cares then for for the same team no one cares it loses this allure it loses the, the, the the feeling of it we talk about franchise quarterbacks all the time we love them because why it's so hard to get one, so when you get it, you appreciate it so much. It's true. Even at times where you might stay and hold on to them maybe a year or two too long. That comes with the territory, but you would much rather have had this experience than have never had this at all. And that's the thing, like, when he's walking around at the end and he's giving the handshakes and talking to the fans, and you're seeing, the, you know, the, the emotion on his face. I'm seeing the emotion in the stands, man. Grown men, tears, like, you could just see the love that they have for this guy because of what he did for them and their team emotionally as well. So when you're seeing all that, it's like, man, this is what it's about. This is why moments like this are so special because 
he's very special in that right. Regardless of right. what you think of him as a person, as a player in 2022 versus a player when he was in 20, you know, 12. 10, 2012. Yeah. Like, yeah. regardless of all that, we cannot take away from what he's accomplished. And we can't take away from the fact that even when we're comparing him, we only compare him to who? Elites. Top fives all time, top tens all time. Like, mm-hmm. that's his conversation. That's the bracket mm-hmm. of people he's compared to. Where well, you're talking about that, 90% of the guys in the NFL who have played in the NFL would never be fair to put those guys in comparisons like that. Oh, yeah. But he's Maybe even a higher that, percentage. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. He's reached that 10, that 5%, the elite of the elite, to get him in this situation. And that is ultimately also why I thought that that send off was perfect for him as well, man. Uh, me too. I, I, I agree with you. Any like it, it, it's weird because going into that last game, you know, I was one of those people, and there's still people asking those questions. All right, is this is this really it? You know, um, but after the way that it ended, all that emotion from him, that that feels like it was really it. I and I know, um, I wanted to make sure to, to look this up too because Ben just spoke briefly actually recently to the media. Oh, okay. um, he said talking about Monday night. I think it was one of the, one of the most special things about the night is that my kids are old enough to remember it. Right, and that that sounds like one of those putting no, a bow huge, on things. Yeah. And he also said, Mason Rudolph is a hard worker and should have the opportunity to have to be in a quarterback competition for this team next year. Oh, so I don't know if Ben's that, saying yeah, that if he's thinking yeah. he's coming back either. <laughs> so, listen, yes, the, the, and, until yeah. you know, until that yeah. retirement announcement officially right, right. comes across the the desk of Mr. Rooney in the National Football League, it's always going to be a question. Very true. But yeah, man, I don't. Even if you're Ben, I don't, that is that's that's the way to end it. I know that these guys that you could speak to this better than me is the one with the decade of NFL experience, but they're ultimate competitors. Mm-hmm. You always think you can get it done, particularly when you've had as much success as someone like Ben Roethlisberger. But well, not even that. You just think about his final. temperament as well. Yeah. We've never seen him have this temperament like other guys. I, I mean, I was a guy like that, right? That you knew me. I'm gonna help. I'm go- hey. You want me to mentor this guy? Sure, bring him in. I'll mentor him. You want to mentor this guy? I'll mentor him. We know Ben. That was never his. We know he he was very clear. What did he say when Mason got brought here? Hey, man, if you want to learn something, I'm pointing to the playbook. So we know for him to go to the extent of, yes, I do think he should have an opportunity to be in a position, uh, opportunity to compete for a starting quarterback job. To me, I think that that shows growth, but it also shows closure. It shows that, yes. man, yeah, I don't have the, to worry about right, this guy. That's the right trying way to, to put it. Right, because at the end of the day, as professionals, as men, we – are just you know fearful of not being good enough, fearful of being beat out by somebody that we think is less than you know enough for hmm. us. Oh, there's a lot of pride there. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's part of the reason why we're able to play at this level and have the success and sustain success like a guy like Ben has had. But to see that, to hear that statement, I mean, yeah, I definitely think that that. I mean, the writing is on the wall. We know the this. writing's on the wall. And, and, and regardless of if we want to make it more about the emotional send off, if we want to make it about the comment today, or if we brought it back to what has gotten us to this point right now, which is his own field play. Sure. I feel like everything has pointed to and continues to point to this being it. But for me, I'm just glad because it looks like it from everything that Ben's been doing of this past week to two weeks now looks like he's okay with it. Like yes. he's fine and he's accepted it because that is a very difficult thing to oh. do. I mean, a lot of guys struggle with that when you're talking about, you know, just going through that mental checklist of number one, do I want to, do I want to play? 
That's the first thing. Like, do I have a desire? You and I have talked a lot about you know? when you were at that point. Yeah. Like, I know I still can play, but it's do like I, I could want play. to? I, just don't, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing you go through. Then after that, physically, can I do it? Am I still good enough? Then you ask yourself, okay, am I willing to commit to what it's going to take to be who I am for a duration of a season? Mm-hmm. You know, all these things you go through. Then you got to check with your family. And then, obviously, at sure. the end of the day, you got to ask the team, hey, man, y'all still want me? We, we're still on the same page here? Have y'all turned the page? You know, but when you go through all those checklists and you finally come to grips with it, you finally accept it, and you finally say, you know what? Yes, I'm ready. Now you can get these type of comments. Now it's just it's different in his situation because – he still has another game to go through. Sure. You know, it, and, and one where there is, yeah. even though we all think that it's a long shot, there is still a chance. Yeah. I mean, this season a, might not be over. It's going to be a competitive game because both teams have something to play for. Both teams have an opportunity. Now, both teams need help, but they still are going to have a legitimate opportunity. So, with that being the case, like for me, I just think of the emotions I went through once I made my announcement, right? And you get all just the outpour of love and support. Hundreds of text messages Everybody, and phone calls. man, and- social media, like you mm-hmm. name it. And even if they couldn't hit up me, they're hitting up my family members, wife, mother, dad, like everyone, right? I couldn't imagine if I had to mentally lock in and have a game <laughs> the following week. Because, man, you spend that whole week, you're just on an emotional roller coaster. He spent all day Tuesday just kind of like probably coming down from all of that. Like, seriously, it's it's almost like a drug. Yeah, Yeah. like because that type of love, you don't get that every day. No. Even someone like Ben doesn't get that every day. You do not get that every day. Like, that's that's different. I I bet you he had over a 1,000 text messages in his inbox alone. No, 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 no. I had over a 1,000. He had to have (laughs) over 10,000. Like, let's be real about it. I know if I got this, Ben played a lot longer, had a lot more success, and touched a lot more people, all right? So, yes, he had to have way more than that, man. But that is the beauty of it, though, right? Because you don't get that every day. You don't get that every year. Maybe even after winning the Super Bowl, I'm sure he doesn't get it to that extent. You and I, again, we're not young anymore, but we're not old, all right? I'm going to be 31 soon. Moats is in his, his early 30s as well. That's, I mean... That again, that might be the only time we witness something like that with one of our teams. Mm-hmm. You know, we we've been spoiled here in Pittsburgh. We've had a lot of legends. Let's let's just go last twenty. I mean, forget right, forget the the Steelers of the seventies. Forget the Roberto yeah. Clemente last and Willie Stargell Pirates. Yeah. Forget Lemieux and Yager in that era. Just talk the last 15, 20 years mm-hmm. from the Palomalus and the Bens and just the the handful of Hall of Famers the Steelers produced, the Crosby and Malkin and, and the and the guys that the Penguins have. We still might not. We, that might be it. Yeah. Who, like, who's to say that, that Sidney Crosby or Evgeny Malkin gets to go out on their own terms? Or who's, even a TJ Watt. Yeah. Who's to say TJ? Even with Troy, it wasn't quite to that level. You know, like there's. No, 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 no. Let's be real. Troy didn't get that send off. Troy didn't get that send off. Troy didn't get yeah. that send off at yeah, all. Yeah, you're right. We don't have to sugarcoat it. I yeah, think that everyone, know, that everyone knows all. that at this point. Yeah. There was some disagreement there. There, there mm-hmm. was, you know, and I think that's that's started to come back full circle. Um, but it's still different because his. Think about when he comes back now and he gets that love. It's in shirts and pants. It's not in shoulder pads, football pants, war mentality. Walking off the field that's, after that's you different. just beat a division opponent, right. division rival that's, to, to that's salvage different. your season. Like, it's cool. On Monday come, night football. Say, it's when cool it, when the other you thing come too. back. It's cool, but no, nah, you got to do it in the, a game like that. That's, the, the national side, too. If, 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 if Ben Roethlisberger does that and all that plays out at 1 o'clock on Sunday, yes, there's still the outpouring of love. There's still the outpouring of emotion. Nationally not the same, though. But it's not yeah. the same as doing it on Monday night football when you're the only thing on TV and everyone in the country is watching. 
You're 100% correct, man. I, I think Moats, you know what? It's fun. I've told you this before. Lanny Frateri, who was the old voice yes. of the Pirates, mm-hmm. he was the one when I was like 16, 17. You said you listened to the radio, who right? Who sat down with me and, and really came to my high school and sat down with me and really gave me some great advice that I still hold to this day. Like there, there is, there's, and I totally forgot what which one I was just going with. I'm I'm running through all the what are the things that Lanny Fateri. Oh, one of the things that Lanny Fateri told me is as a broadcaster, special is the most overused term. He said, Ooh, see, "I thought he, it was great was because everybody said, oh, that was a great play.'" He said, I'm like, "He said the best sports broadcasters never use special and they never use unbelievable because he said that catch wasn't unbelievable. Right. There's great catches every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that home run, that walk off home run wasn't special. There's walk off home runs every week. Right. Special." And unbelievable were the most overused words in sports, but that was special and that was unbelievable what happened Monday night. That was good to see, man. 100%, man. 100%. Whew. But now when we get back, though, because we do got to take a break. I know we're in the new studio. I know we've been <laughs> yeah, talking I gotta, about I got to be on my P's things, and Q's here. But we, we got shirts and ties that are in, like, offices right next to us, so we do got to take our break so they don't come in here and knock on our door and tell us we're going to get in trouble. So when Wait, we I thought I was with back, you. I can't get in trouble. No, 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 no. I don't get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble, but I'm going to feel guilty because you got in trouble. That's, that's, that's you the know, way to put it. it, it yep. Leader. I'm, I'm trying to have some leadership in here since it's a Wednesday. If it was on Thursday, oh, I don't care because I don't have to be the leader on Thursday. Only on Wednesdays. <laughs> but with that being said, man, when we get back from break, we're actually going to uh, discuss the actual game as well, man. Mm. Some of the things that we saw to play out on the field. Some very nice defensive performances by a couple of defenders as well that we're going to want to highlight. But um, as we always do, this is an interactive show. So let us know your thoughts on Big Ben's send-off on his potentially final last game at Hinesville. Hit us up on the Twitter.com at DaBody52. DaBody. And at Wesley Euler. Da good hair. And this is Motes and Euler on SNR.